Hello, world. Welcome back to the Ignited Fortitude podcast with Bobby and Steve. It hasn't been crazy, but it's been a pretty amazing couple of weeks. This we've had, you know, you were out with COVID. Mm -hmm. We had Bay on, Will and I did. And then the interview with Dr. Jeff Myers, that was pretty amazing. That was cool, dude. That yeah. was really cool. Um, we appreciate all the, the, response that we had from everybody, the people who did take the worldview survey that gave us something to talk about with them. And it was great. Like I'm looking forward to more things like that. Yeah. Like we have, we have some plans, but we're not going to put them out there yet. Um, so today we're going to get into conviction, freedoms, conscience, Right, we talked about it a little bit on Thursday at youth group. First uh, Corinthians eight, mm -hmm. um, be sensitive to the conscience, right? Um, not being, not causing your brother to stumble. I think that's a big one too, because by not causing my brother to stumble, that means that I need to be mindful of my actions, my my attitude, right, or the things that maybe I take liberty in doing and. If we're honest, that's probably the thing that we have the hardest time doing. Like, I mean, just think, let's be real basic, dude. Regardless of, <laughs> what, you, of what people believe out there, or whatever, where they're at, right? It doesn't matter, but look at what happened with all the mask mandate stuff, oh, yeah. right? It's like, dude, you know what I mean? Even even in my own family. Right. Like, masks, <laughs> shots, all of it. Like, hey, if that, whatever you're being convicted of, that's great. You don't put it on somebody else. You know what I mean? And, and think about what happens. Like, I mean, I remember when, when uh, a local business here uh, put the bandaid where it's like, Hey, you have to wear a mask coming into this store and dude, just seeing customers just like going off, you know? Right. And it's like, you know what? Like, I don't want to wear a mask and I have my own opinion. I'm not a doctor, but I have my own opinion about that. And, but you know what? I don't want to fight about it either. Right. And I don't want to be, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, we can just see what happens when people feel like, I don't want to give up my liberty to do X, Y, and Z, especially when it's, you know, whatever their justification is and they're not willing to do it. And now look at what the, I mean, look at, as we're going to get ready to um, hit different parts of scripture where it's like, Hey, you know what? There's some convictions and the Lord is telling us, you need to be mindful of what your actions are going to be doing to somebody else. Right. And I think um, we we talked about it a little bit before we started about how one of the biggest divisions like or cause for strife within the church itself is people's convictions and somebody else doesn't hold that same opinion or have that same conviction where – and they allow that to affect their relationships within the church. Yeah. And, um, it's one thing to be caring for somebody, um, whether like if you were to get the shot or not get the shot, whatever the case were to be case was. And I'm like, Bobby, like, I wish you would have talked to me, you know, mm -hmm. uh, which is, is something that it's, it's caring, but it's not like, oh, well now I can't be your friend because you don't have the same conviction oh, yeah. as me, or I'm condemning you going around being like, can you believe Bobby did X, Y, and Z? Yeah. You know, like that's what causes so much strife within the church. And, and that, I, and if you look at it too, new believers, what is, what is their number one thing that they, they don't want to feel judged? Right. Mm -hmm. And um, I think there's something to be said about, you know, there's the, 
the thou shall not kill, thou shall not, thou shall whatever. But the there's a difference when it's like, I don't like that you have tattoos, Bobby. Yeah. You know, I'm convicted of that. And you, you shouldn't mark up your body like that. Or I, Steve, I can't believe you, you had a drink, mm-hmm. you know, you drank some alcohol, whatever, like, Hey, if it's not in the scripture that I, sh- that it's one of those sh- thou shall not, mm-hmm. then if it's your conviction, it's your conviction, right? It's not mine. Mm-hmm. So don't judge me for what I choose to do that I'm not convicted of. And you're not going to convict me. The Holy Spirit's going to do it, right? Like, let that happen. <laughs> well, and then, you know, and I think that's a big thing that we should realize. Like, listen, you have the Holy Spirit in you, but that does not make you the Holy Spirit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? You're, not, you're not to be the here, – here's a big one, right? You should not be the Holy Spirit for your spouse, mm-hmm. right? That's big, right? And you shouldn't be the Holy Spirit to other people. You know what I mean? Right. Now, but there you go, right? If there's like clear lines where it's like, look – Okay, perfect example, right? I've had to talk to to multiple people during like a counseling session. It's like, look, you need to stop doing this. You know what I mean? A big one will be drinking. You know, and there's been multiple times where I've had to tell different people, you know what I mean? Like, hey, you need to stop. You got to cut this out of your life. Like, stop doing it because, look, it is a hindrance. And especially when you're working like in a marital counseling session, it's like you're looking at, at what's going on in the lives of, of the couple. And it's like, if we can eliminate these factors that continue to be uh, an issue, you need to cut it out. You know what I mean? And then going through scripture, like, look, even the Bible talks about it. Like, Hey, there's, you should limit, you know, your, you know, it tells you don't be drunk with wine. It doesn't say that you can have a drink. Right? right. And that's always, that's always the thing. Like, yeah, but I can drink. Yeah. But guess what? You end up drinking to an excess. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it ends up hurting you. You know what I mean? So, it, you know, being able to look at those clear, distinct lines, I guess, like you said, right there, there are, there's in those aspects there do not do this. Thou shall not, whatever. You know right. what I mean? And, um, you know, you can go all over scripture where those things are there. But what about the things that aren't clear? Right. Right. And that's where it's conviction, right? And, but it, I think we also talked about it. Um, actually, you prayed about it. It's, it's about maturity, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's about, um, for example, me in school and ministry. There was a time two years ago where I was like, Bobby, I don't, I don't agree with this. I don't. And I stopped going to school and ministry because it was bothering me that much. But then I realized as I matured and I was continued to study on my own that like, okay, I can't expect everybody to have the same belief I do or be convicted of the same things I, I am as well as I can't expect a, another man to have all the answers, sure. right? Like I can't expect somebody to see it my way and then also not have their own opinion and then me not value their opinion as well, right? And, or just if they don't have the answer, I'm like, well, why are you teaching this class then if you don't have the answer, right? Like that's where I was at. And um, I think that with maturity, as you start to realize, well, okay, I don't, I don't need that person to have the answer. If it's convicting me, it's convicting me. And we've had multiple conversations about other things like giving, blessing, right? Like (laughs) I won't get into that one right now, but, uh, um, you know, different, different opinions. Like I'm not going to hold, like, if you have a different opinion, I'm not gonna be like, well, I can't be Bobby's friend anymore. Mm -hmm. I can't do this podcast. I can't, because we have, we are two different 
in our opinions on certain things that it doesn't, there's not a clear answer in scripture about, you know? So, um, which scripture do you want to jump to first? Well, I think well, let's get into what started it, right? So you got it right there. Right. First Corinthians first chapter eight. Corinthians so chapter eight. Break some of those things down. We don't have to go to like the whole thing, but break some of those things down. So it starts with Paul uh, writing to the Corinthians saying, now concerning things offered to idols, we know that we all have knowledge. Knowledge puffs up, but love edifies. I think that first verse is one of the most, the key verses to this whole thing, right? Like it's not about your knowledge. Um, because a lot of the time, well, well, I know Mm -hmm. I have the freedom to do this, right? You, you might not know that, but it's about the love that I, I know I have the freedom to do this and it might cause you to stumble. So out of love, I'm not going to do it Mm -hmm. because I don't want you to stumble. Um, and then going down to, what was the other verse I wanted to look at, um, well, hold on. So continue. Just finish that part up because it's, he talks about uh, knowledge puffs up, but, and then he says something else. Love edifies. And if anyone thinks that he knows anything, he knows nothing yet as he ought to know. But if anyone loves God, this one is known by him. See, and that's important, right? Because it's like, think about it. On this side of eternity, we don't know everything. Right. It's really ultimately, I mean, like, yes, we have, we have, we are limited in our knowledge, but there's going to be so many things when we get to heaven. It's like, man, I was completely wrong on, you know, what I thought was appropriate right. or not. But the big thing here is like, hey, but you know what? It, 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 the knowledge that you have, just because you're going to hold it over somebody because of of what you know, that puffs up. And it only elevates yourself. And that's, you know, obviously, if you go through the, the letter of Corinthians, that's really what Paul's addressing is like this division that was going on within the church of of those that knew better or thought they had the right knowledge and were holding it over, you know, one another. And the thing that he says right there is like, look, love is a thing that is going to edify, you know, and if anything else that, that we're trying to get across through this episode is like being considerate of others, regardless of, you know, Hey, whether maybe they're just real weak, and we'll talk about that. Like, hey, maybe they're just have a weak understanding, you know, mm-hmm. but just consider this, like the love is the thing that edifies. And if I am basing everything in love, it's not about my knowledge because it says right there, anyone who loves God, doesn't it say God knows him? What does it say? But if anyone loves God, this one is known by it's him. It's known by him. You know what? I, if there's, We're going to talk about knowledge in any situation. I'd rather have that the knowledge that God loves me is is going to be better than I'm going to be known by God than the things that I feel I know. Right. Uh, resulting to your own knowledge. Exactly. Um, so then it says, therefore, concerning the eating of things offered to idols, we know that an idol is nothing in the world and that there is no other God but one. For even if there were are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, as there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God, the Father, of whom all, are all things, and we for him, and one Lord Jesus Christ, through whom are all things and through whom we live. However, there is not in everyone that knowledge. For some, with consciousness of the idol, until now eat it as a thing offered to an idol, and their conscience being weak is defiled. So that's where we get to the part where it's like, Hey, their conscience is weak. They, they still look at it as something to an idol and they are 
it's causing them to stumble. Yeah, and you know, and obviously because of you know, looking at the context of what's going on, they're in that culture. You know what they, you know, it, it was probably in their upbringing. Hey, guess what? We always, you know, ate this meat. It came from the temple, and we were eating it, and it would it always meant something. So right. you know, what I mean, like think about that. Like think about you know, like let's say a person gets saved. And they used to be a smoker. They're going to start having these convictions automatically. That's probably like one of the first things that they end up having. Like, can I smoke or can I not smoke? You know what I mean? And and am I able to do this or not? And especially because of a lot of the times the habits that came with or the the actions that came with those habits, right? Like normally if, if somebody, you know, if before they were saved, if they were smoking, it was probably like social settings, drinking mm-hmm. and everything else and everything that came with it. You know what I mean? And and that's where a lot of hangup is for a lot of people. You know what I mean? And then you go and you see a believer smoking. It's like, wait, I thought I wasn't supposed to smoke. And why are you smoking? Or why are you doing this? Or like, why are you drinking? You know what I mean? And and you have this where it's like that now that person's confused. And you might, and you know, it, he wraps it up at the end of that chapter where it's like, hey, you know what? Like God died for them. Jesus died for that person to have liberty, like to be set free. And don't you think that you should be able to die to your liberty to not do something just because of how somebody feels? You know what I mean? So, you know, just that being mindful of that whole part of the weak conscience, you know what I mean? It's like, hey, just because it's weak doesn't mean that it's um, like has less value. Right. You know what I mean? Some things that are that are super fragile actually have more value. You know what I mean? If If we look at it in the context of, you know what I mean? Like things that are valuable to people. You know what I mean? Like you probably have something in your family that's like, that you keep and you don't want somebody like messing with or, <laughs> you know what I mean? Not really. Not no, really. No, <laughs> like I've always, like, I think I've talked about it before, like things, I mean, yeah, I like to have things, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not, there's not like this one thing where I'm like, oh, I gotta have this, you know, and nobody can touch well, it. Well, I mean like something that's like, being passed down in generations, you know, like some people have like China or, yeah. you know what I mean? Something, something that's like, you know what, there's this like uh, ring that was, has been down in our family for generations. And it's like, you careful, you put it in a box, right? Cause it's fragile. Right. So it's like, you know, so would you just be mindful of it? So when somebody has a weak conscience, like, Hey, I, I need to be careful and not like make somebody feel the worst thing that I think that we can do is when we make somebody feel um, like they don't like they should have the knowledge that I know. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like that in, in the context of just even learning something where somebody makes you feel dumb, you yeah. know what I mean? Because you don't have that understanding. It's like, so how much worse is it in? Yeah. Feeling dumb or even feeling embarrassed, you uh-huh. know, like that's and when my wife and I got married and we weren't believers at the time, but when we got married, like the one thing that we said was, I will never make you feel stupid or embarrassed in front of anybody. I'll always have your back in front of them. When we leave that situation, I'll be like, Hey. Maybe we're a little wrong on this one. Let's talk about it. But we won't do it in front of people because that's one, I mean, that's one of the worst feelings that you can have is that you're, you're not smart, that you're embarrassed. And then that nobody else is on your side, right? Like if, especially if your spouse is like, oh, I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm not, I don't know where you're going with this, babe, but you're wrong. Like, you know, in front of people, like that's, um, that's one of the worst feelings you can have. I mean, for both of us, that was like a big thing. Like, Hey, I want to know you have my back. Right. Sure. And, um, in love. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. Um, all right. So verse eight, but food does not condemn food does not commend us to God for neither. If we eat, are we the better? Nor if we do not eat, are we the worse, but beware lest somehow this Liberty of yours become a stumbling block 
block to those who are weak. For if anyone sees you who have knowledge eating in an idol's temple, will not the conscience of him who is weak be emboldened to eat those things offered to idols? And because of your knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died? But when you thus sin against the brethren and wound their weak conscience, you sin against Christ. Therefore, if food makes my brother stumble, I will never again eat meat, lest I make my brother stumble. That's how he ends it. And um, right there, and because of your knowledge shall the weak brother perish for whom Christ died. Like, because you have knowledge, you have freedoms, and you... Your actions lead your brother to stumble and perish. Like Christ died for that person. Can't you just not do, not eat meat offered to idols? You know? Yeah, you know, and one of the things, man, like I talked about it, like, you know, I took a trip and it was a, you know, it was a group of Christians that went on the trip. It wasn't so much a mission trip, but, um, you know, and on the trip before we went, you know, it was like, hey, like, we're not telling you you can't drink because there's going to be, you know, opportunities where, you know, we're sitting at hotels and they have the bar at the hotel. But, you know, like we're not babysitting you, but we hope that you would not drink. You know what I mean? Especially like, hey, we're supposed to conduct ourselves in a certain way. We're Christians. We're, you know, it's a group of Christians going on a tour. You know what I mean? And um, one of the people that was on this particular trip, dude, like they had talked to me earlier that year. And like, we're broken about their alcohol problem and their drinking problem. You know what I mean? And, uh, you know, just working with him and, and, and just like keeping him in text messages and talking to him and just trying to, you know, like him being mindful and just talking about his struggle. Well, then we go on this trip and there's, you know, we're staying at a hotel and then, you know, Dan and I are walk, walking through the lobby. And then all of a sudden we see, you know, four people at the bar at the hotel. One couple was a couple that we didn't know very well. You know what I mean? Whatever. But then the other couple happened to be that dude and his wife at the bar, the guy that had to struggle with alcohol. You know what I mean? Right. And, and like when reading that section, that's always just what comes to my mind. You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, this dude had an alcohol problem. And, and you know what? He has a weak conscience about it, you know? And especially he's going to feel weaker when he sees other people in Christ. Like, right. hey, you know what? Why – like I should be able to drink. See, this is what I've been struggling the whole time, especially when when they don't want to give up that alcohol. You know what I mean? And and they don't want to give it up. They go like, hey, look, they're there. We can just have one drink. They'll keep us accountable. You know what I mean? And then what happens? Like, what if they would have come back from that trip and now they're back to where they were? You know what right. I mean? Back into drinking, back into it, ruining their life. You know what I mean? And it's like that right there. It's like Christ died for them. Like, it, it, is it worth you like exercising your freedom? in order to have that person and then stumble, like, dude, it's not worth it. Right. You know what I mean? And hey, you know what? Like, it, I, I, that couple that was at the bar with them probably didn't know what was going on in his life. You know what I mean? But at the same token, it's like, hey, man, before we went on this trip, like everybody got the same briefing. You right. know what I mean? Like, hey, let's not do this. And to be like, well, it's not a problem for me. So why, why wouldn't I do it? But it's like, yeah, but you don't know what somebody else is going through. You know what I mean? I think a big one of this is also like, it, you know, it talks about like for uh, in scripture, it'll say like, hey, um, don't cause your brother to stumble. But one big thing would be when you tell ladies, you know what I mean? Like, hey, be mindful of the way that you dress. 
You know right. what I mean? And that's a big time thing because girls can be super prideful. Sorry, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> you can just be super prideful sometimes. It's like, well, they shouldn't be looking and they shouldn't be this. It's like, man, you have no idea what that, you know, what that male's gone through. Right. And I, th- I think you can look at so many different examples from sure. dressing to food, alcohol. Um, I think alcohol, like one of the biggest things, having been in the world, it, and saved within the last six years, right? Like is I think about it like, well, what about like, you know, all the people that I used to hang out with, right? We we would get together on the weekends, we would barbecue, we would drink mm-hmm. and, and yeah, we would probably drink too much. I mean, and it was something where like, I'm, when I first got saved, I struggled with that. Like, and for a while, like, you know, after being saved, I would still drink because I had that liberty. I would control it a lot better. Um, but then like, it just eventually got to the point where I was like, yeah, I know I can drink, but I don't really want to, like, I, I couldn't find, I could, I can't find a reason to drink Mm -hmm. now, Mm -hmm. you know, like, it's just like, well, yeah, I, every now and then I might enjoy a drink, but I don't remember the last time that was. And I don't know why I need to drink, you know, like, I don't, I really don't see it anymore. Like, I'm just like, well, Okay. You know, and I think like we talked about, that's that maturity at the beginning, you know, if you told me, Steve, you got to stop drinking alcohol. Like if you don't stop drinking, like you can't come to church, you can't, or, you know, or I felt like that I couldn't, if Mm -hmm. I felt like, well, you're being condemned, I'm being condemned for drinking, then yeah, I probably would have just been like, you know what? It's not worth it. But, um, and at that time, I didn't know what your convictions were on alcohol or anything like that. That it was just, it was the Holy Spirit working in me, yeah. right? Like it was me going through that struggle, learning the truths, learning the freedoms that I have, and eventually getting to the point where I'm like, well, I don't even really need to drink. Mm-hmm. Do I still have alcohol in my house? Yeah, I do. I haven't touched it in a long time. Mm-hmm. So, but it's there. And it's funny because I think about it, and I'm like, like, man, it'd be nice to have a drink. But why? Yeah. Like, you know, so yeah. it just sits there and I'm like, well, okay. So I think like that, I, I really think that um, the mature believers who have, who know their freedoms, who know, yeah, you can drink, mm-hmm. right? You can, or whatever, whatever it is, you, it's important that you understand what's going on around you and what you dealt with when you became a believer, mm-hmm. you know, like you might not have you might've struggled with something similar, just like I, like I just explained, like I struggled with it for a little while feeling like, man, I shouldn't be doing this. I should, I definitely shouldn't be drinking as much as I am drinking, you know? And it took a long time for me to get to where I am now where I'm just like, well, yeah, I know I can, but I don't want to like, and, and, and for me, it's not even about who's around, right? Mm-hmm. Like it, it's just like when I, when I just sit back and look at it, I'm like, well, when I drink, like, it's not any more fun than when it's not, when I'm not drinking, you know, like what's the point. So, um, yeah, I think it's big too, man. Like I know from, I know for me, like, dude, it's funny when we're in settings, my boys are watching me, bro, like watching <laughs> me. And it's so funny. Cause I, I just made a determination. It was before I even got saved just because of my experience with alcohol. You know what I mean? I 10, you know, 10 days in jail, $10,000, you know what I mean? It's like, it just, it doesn't need to be a part of my life. Right. You know what I mean? And, and it's funny because my boys watch me, dude. And it's like, <laughs> and I don't have any, like every once in a while, it kind of gets like that. And I'm like, you know what I mean? But 
it's like, for me, I have determined in like my life that I'm not going to. And so for me, it's like, dude, like, it's just one more, like, um, one more vote in who I want to be and, right. and, and had that character of who I want to be. You know what I mean? And my boys are, dude, it's so funny, dude. Cause I just like, I can, you know, when somebody's like staring at you and you can just like can feel, feel it. it. Yeah, bro. And that's how the, that's how the boys are. And it's like, you know what? I want to be that good example for them. And we talk about it. Cause we'll be around people that have drank or whatever. And they'll be like, I didn't know someone so drinking. Like, yeah. And guess what? It's okay. You know, I'll tell them like, Hey, it's okay. They're like, yeah, but you don't like, <clears throat> you're not going to drink or you're not going to, and I'm like, no, dude, like I, like, it's something that I have determined, you know? Right. And they're like, <coughs> the boys will be like, I don't know if, if I'm going to drink when I get older. I'm like, I hope you don't just because it, nothing good comes from it. Like it, your, your life doesn't benefit more if, if you're going to do it. I said, so for me as your dad, I hope you don't. Cause I know my struggle with it. But if you do, that's your decision, man. Like that's like right. it doesn't. It's not going to make you a bad person if you drink. Right. You, know what you I mean? don't lose your salvation because you drink alcohol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. So, I think that um, <coughs> one of the one of the things like that you that going off which who is watching, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. like, and and what position do you hold if you are a mature believer, right? Like, if if you, one of the things that I think about a lot that I would hate to happen is like, Hey, I'm, I'm a leader in the youth group. I'm not a pastor. Right. But I, I show up on it every Thursday and I go go to camps with these kids and I'm making relationships with these kids. I don't want to make a decision. Um, not just for my kids to, to see me fail, but I don't want to be doing something yeah, that's going to cause one of these kids that'll be like, Oh, Steve, you know, he, he comes to youth group. He's a leader. He does the podcast with Bobby. Like he does school and ministry and look at him. He's over there drinking at the, at this bar right now at, at Chili's or something, you know, or Applebee's. And I, I don't want that. Um, I don't want to be that stumbling yeah, yeah, block. Yeah, I don't, well, and like, that's, and that's important, dude. Like you don't want to put yourself in that position right. to get the appearance, right? And even tells us like, Hey, don't even have that appearance of, 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 uh, of evil. Right. Like, I don't want them, anybody to look at me and not because I want to be held higher than I am, sure. but I don't want to be the reason why somebody else stumbles. Right. That's like, good. I don't want to be the guy who's sitting there at, at the bar at Applebee's with my wife. And yeah, we're both having a drink. And one of the high school kids shows up or they're working there, you know, what, like, oh, yeah. how, how would that uh, in the long run, right? Like, don't know what that person's, I don't know what all these kids struggles are, you know, like what if they just like, Oh, well it's obviously okay for me to drink and they start drinking now, you know? Like, yeah. Especially while well, one of the things they're looking for, like, and that's sometimes what people are going through. Like they're looking for a reason to be able to do something right. Like they're looking for that. Yes. Oh yeah. And you might be the one that's giving them that. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Like, dude, I've been like, there was a time there's, there's a local bar at the, you know, here and, um, but they have green chicken, dude. They got like awesome, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's fried chicken. So I walked into the bar because me and my friend were like, hey, let's order whatever. So I, you know, put it in an order and I walk in and I saw some people from the church that probably shouldn't have been at the bar drinking, you know what I mean? And I walk in and you can see it automatically. Like, oh man, it's Pastor Paul. <laughs> it's like, hey, and I'm like, I went over there. Hey, what's up? You know what I mean? And talk to them. And they're like, hey, do you want something to drink? You know what I mean? And it's like, dude, I didn't even want to have water. Right. You know, because it's like, dude, I'm here for food and that's it. I don't want to be around. And then somebody like he's holding something in like what's in his cup. You know what I mean? Like, 
is it water? Is it not? Like, I don't want the appearance of, of, of looking like that. Like, I just want to get my food and get out of here. Right. You know what I mean? And so just being mindful of that, dude, I had, I remember listening to Chuck Swindle and he was, he wasn't even in his own state. Like he was traveling out of town, you know, and he's a big radio guy, you know, Christian pastor. And, uh, and he went to a restaurant and went to sit and the waiter's like, sir, you know, what would, you know, what could I get for you? And he's like, um, he's like, man, he's like, I really wanted a glass of wine. He's like, but something deep down just told me like, just get tea. So he ended up ordering tea and the server came back to him and he's like, you know, I listened to you on the radio and I was waiting to see what you were going to drink. You know? Wow. Yeah, dude. And it's like, just being mindful, like, Hey, especially like, what, what is it like with great, power comes great responsibility yeah. right spider-man but you know it's like yeah it's true like he would have been at, what would have happened if he would have ended up ordering a glass of wine like yeah. what would that and have done for that person that server is like well he's not what i thought he was and yeah, then he starts telling everybody else and yeah it's and i think that's i think it's huge like you know i've seen people from the church buying alcohol and stuff and i'm just like hey mm -hmm. whatever and what's funny is at the time it was when when I was still drinking and I'm like, well, it's obviously okay. Right. Like oh, yeah. I'm yeah. like, Oh, this person's buying alcohol. Yeah. I'm good. You know, like I see them around the church. I know that, that they're, they're saved and they're good people. Like, okay, then I'm good. You know? And, um, but it, like, like I said, that at that time, it was when I was in the process of really cutting back on how much I drank, even though I was still drinking, but, the Holy Spirit worked in me, right? Yeah, not, yeah. not that person. I never even talked to that person. I didn't even say hi to him when we like, like we would see each other and it was just like, all right, you're doing your thing. I'm doing mine. And it was almost like a, in a bad, in a bad way. It almost felt like, um, like we were doing it like on the sly, you oh, know, like yeah, yeah. I think like that, like I would see that person, they would see me, like we wouldn't say hi to each other. We just kind of be like, make eye contact yeah. and walk past each other, you know, like, Hey, to each their own. Right. But uh, it wasn't that person who kept me drinking. It was sure. me. Yeah. And it wasn't that per like, and he had nothing to do with me not drinking. It was just something that I chose. Wasn't, it, I, I felt like, Hey, this isn't for me. And I don't tell anybody I know, like, Hey, you shouldn't drink, you know, mm -hmm. like, um, Hey, like, if that's what you, what you feel like you need to do. Go ahead. You know, mm -hmm. like, but I think it's, it's crazy when you, what, like what we talked about at the beginning is when people try to put their convictions, the, what they've, what they've, this deep belief that they have on other people, tattoos, like mm -hmm. is a huge one, right? Oh, like, yeah. um, uh, then smoking, tobacco use in general, drinking, like all these things, like, yeah, there's, there's things in scriptures that tell us that make us feel like we shouldn't be doing it, but we also have that freedom. That's what that whole thing Paul was saying. Like we have that freedom. We know that, that these things aren't going to keep us from our salvation. Right. So what is it like, don't try to push it on other people. Let the Holy Spirit do it, right? Let the the Holy Spirit. And, you know, I think there's one, th there's things to be said too about having conversations with people. And um, I, I think that's important in the fellowship aspect of, hey, at some point I'm going to be like, I'm going to be so convicted that I might come to you for uh, like saying like, hey, Bobby, I'm really struggling with drinking, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and your reaction is going to be, 
probably what makes it or breaks it, right? Like, cause I'm obviously looking for some accountability when sure. I, if I come to you, like if you're not doing it out of love, if you're like, if you're just like, well, you shouldn't do that, Steve. Like, that's not what you should be oh, doing. Yeah. You know, like, I'm going to be like, whoa, okay. Like, and then I'm going to feel like I can't come to you with these things. And, um, and I think that's huge on the accountability aspect, right? Like when, if you're going to be an accountability partner for somebody, you need to be somebody who's loving and not pushing your own convictions, right? Like not like, okay, let's talk about it. Let's figure out how we, what does the scripture say? Let the Holy Spirit use the scriptures to get the Holy Spirit moving in that person's life. Well, and, and you know, you, we talked about it with Will Thursday, right? About like, hey, if you're going to be, if you're going to find an accountability partner, like if you're going to be an accountability partner for somebody, somebody's coming to you and like you, you feel like them coming to you with certain things you can't handle, then then be be mature enough and tell them like, hey, you know what? I can't help you with that, right? Like right. that was good. I think that was good advice that you and Will were talking about. You know what I mean? Like be honest with the person that you're, that you're uh, interacting with and let them know like, hey, you know what? Like I, you're going to have to go with somebody else with that, you know? Right. And, and that's happened. Like that happens big time with guys that have an, an issue with pornography. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I know a, a guy that would like go and he would tell multiple people like, dude, I just, I'm trying to overcome this. I'm trying to battle this, you know? And, and, and I had to tell him and pull him aside because there was somebody else that came to me and talked to me about, you know, him um, being honest with, you know, him about it. And, and the guy that, you know, um, that he had talked to had come to me and was like, you know, I'm really concerned about him, this and this, and he shouldn't, you know, he probably shouldn't be doing this and this. And it's like, and I had to tell him like, Hey dude, he's coming. Like be grateful that he's got enough courage and isn't trying to hide it. You know what right. I mean? Cause it could come into a deeper issue. But then I had to tell him the other guy that was, you know, going around letting people know what was going on. I'm like, Hey dude, you need to be very selective on the people that you're telling. Because you telling people and all this other stuff, like it, it, that's affecting other people because right. now they're, they're, some people aren't mature enough to be able to handle it. You know what I mean? And so like, yeah, that's, you got to have a consideration of that also, like who you're talking to. Cause not everybody is, is going to look at it the same, you know? Right. Um, you know, and I know like we've been talking a lot about, you know, with alcohol, cause I think that's just an easy, that's like, right. like hanging fr- fruit, dude. But, you know, I got, you know, a funny story with, with, you know, even about diet, right. With my dad, right. Is, um, you know, growing up Catholic and, and, you know, first Friday, <laughs> yeah, the Lent, all the Fridays during Lent, yeah. during Lent. Right. So being Catholic on a Friday equals being miserable, right? Yep. Cause you can't eat, cause you can't eat meat. And, and it's not just Catholics that observe it. I know that there's other people that, that do observe blend and, and give stuff up and whatever. But, um, you know, my dad and I were working on, on flipping a house and we were working, it was a Friday and he's like, dude, I'm hungry. Let's go get something to eat. And it's like, yeah, let's go get something to eat. And so we're driving and he's like, um, here's the dilemma, right? Where he's like, uh, it's Friday, dude, I can't eat meat. And then he asks me, right. Cause I'm not, not, Catholic anymore, you know? And, uh, you know, it, the topic comes up, do you eat meat on Fridays? You know what I mean? It's like, absolutely. I do. You know what I mean? I get, we do, we go above and beyond on Fridays just to make up for lost time, you know? And, uh, and it was funny because I didn't think about that, like my actions during that time until I started studying first Corinthians. And it's like, dude, this is, I'm glad I didn't blow it in that situation. Right. You know? And so I, I even asked my dad, I'm like, Hey dad, why don't you eat meat on Fridays? He's like, Bob, I don't know. He's like, I don't, I don't know. It's just what we do in the house. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I told my dad, I was like, you know, you can eat meat on Fridays. And here's the thing, right? Where, where Paul's talking about like, even if you have all knowledge, 
you know, like, dude, I could have busted out a Bible and be like, dad, let's flip through it. I will show you every place where you are free to eat uh, meat and you can eat it on Fridays. Like it does, there's nowhere in the Bible that tells you that you can't eat meat on Fridays. That is ultra. And I could have done that. Like mm -hmm. I could have gone toe to toe with my dad, won the argument, won the conversation and won him to a uh, bacon, you know, a baconator at Wendy's right. that day, you on know, a Friday. on a Friday, you know <laughs> what I mean? And guess what? Him and my mom would end up having beef yeah. <laughs> on Fridays, but not the meat. No pun intended. Yeah. No, <laughs> and we're not talking about meat. We're talking about like issues. It, so what would have been the loving thing to do in that situation? You know, I told my dad and, and I kind of gave him a hard time over it. You know what I mean? But I told my dad, dad, we can eat whatever you want. Like, I don't mind eating whatever fish or whatever it is because it wasn't worth me you know what I mean? Trying to win the argument or making my dad feel like, you know, if I would have gotten a, a, a triple stack or whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean? And I would have had it. I know my dad would have wanted a bite. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I know, I know what it, I would have caused him to stumble. Yeah. And then you would have caused more, <laughs> even more with your mom at home. Like, yeah, it's not worth it. You know? And so in those situations and, and like, I, like, I didn't even realize what was going on during that time. You know, I thought it was silly because for me personally, growing up in that environment, growing up like that, thinking about all that stuff. And then, and then, you know, having that mindset, like, dude, you're free to eat. Like you don't have to, you know, but there you go with a weak conscience, you know, that's going to cause a lot of issues. That would have caused issues. That would have caused doubts and who knows what else, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? And it's like, you know what? I, I don't need to exercise my liberty in that situation just for the sake of me wanting to, um, impose my freedom right and i think that's where a lot of people just like with masks and shots and everything else that's going on right now a lot of people are like well we don't have to wear a mask it doesn't even help it doesn't okay i get it but at the end of the day if it, if i can make it through walmart without <laughs> somebody like arguing with me about it if i can go in grab what i need and get out of there without somebody having a, a fit about me not wearing a mask, I'm going to put on, put on a mask. Yeah. If it makes you feel better, okay. It doesn't make me feel any better, but I'll put on a mask for you. Mm -hmm. You know, whatever the case is, whether it's the shot, whether it's the mask, you got to, but at the same time, you don't want to violate your own conscience either. Well, and, and like, here we go. Like this is, I think, and I hope I'm not cutting you off, but this is where we go. Like it, there's a difference between um, doing something because of somebody's weak conscience and then, and or giving it to somebody's legalism, right? Right, and there's a fine line between that too, right? Like, hey, you know what? You, you, there you go in the sense of the mask. Like, hey, you know what? Fine, I'll wear a mask. You know what I mean? I don't think it works. Whatever. It's not. It's not a big issue. But now you're going to tell me that I need to get jab. Like, you're right. telling me that I need to get this. Like, mm, we're crossing lines here. You know what I mean? Like, let's really think about that stuff. So, like, even even in the sense of of um you know, our, our freedoms in Christ where it's like, Hey, you know, here's, here's, here would be a big one, right? Like we're not, we're not saying you can't smoke or whatever, but like, Hey, you know what? On the, on the grounds here at the church, right? There's just no smoking sign. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. don't, don't smoke because guess what? You might cause somebody to stumble in that sense. So to avoid any kind of whatever, Hey, it's a no smoking environment. Like that's just what we're trying to do. But here you go. Like, you're not making, you're not saying like, Hey, you're not, preaching from the pulpit saying like, you can't be smoking, you can't be doing this, you can't be doing that. Cause now what, now we're, now we're going into legalism. Right. Right. And now, and here's what happens with, with people's legalism. It's like, I'm letting you know how I feel, how you should live your life. Right. Not telling you what the Bible's saying. You but know what I mean? I feel you mm -hmm. should live your life. 
I think that's uh, super important with everything that's going on. If if you do, if it's going to be something that um, you don't want to give in to somebody's weak conscience by going against your own convictions, right? Mm-hmm. If if you've been convicted of something, if 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 I if I have a conviction about alcohol, right? I'm not going to sit down with you at a bar and be like, look, dude, it's okay. Well, let's have a drink. You know, like, no, I don't want to drink that. I've been convicted of that. I don't want to do that. Then I'm not going to do it. Right. I'm not going to, I'm not going to hold it against you if you choose to drink, but I'm not going to drink with you just yeah. because just to show you that it's okay. Sure, right. Sure. Like, so I think that's where, um, we got to be real careful. Like you said, it's a fine line between that legalism and, and, a, and being, and having a conviction. Um, but here we go with, with the conviction, right? So like in Romans, it, in Romans 14, it's pretty much the same lines as, as first Corinthians eight, but I like how Paul kind of puts this into perspective in verse um, 23, he says, but if you have doubts about whether or not you should eat something, you are sinning if you go ahead and do it, for you are not following your own convictions. If you do anything you believe is not right, you are sinning. And that's like pretty free in there, right? Where he's he's telling like, hey, look, if you give into it and you're doing something, even though that you know that you shouldn't be doing, you're sinning. Right. Hey, guys, same thing. This is big time when we're talking about pornography and everything else like that, right? Like, so don't give into that temptation. Help yourself to get yourself within somebody that can hold you accountable to do something to keep you from that. You know what I mean? Uh, because you're 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 going again, and that's why you feel guilt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're feeling that guilt, not just because like, oh, well, why why am I feeling like, hey, guess what? Thank God that He's giving you that um, that correction through the power of the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? But being mindful of these things, like, hey, if you get yourself into a situation, uh, like I remember one time there was somebody that was like, man, I feel like I shouldn't say this, and dude, I'm so grateful that there was like somebody else is like then don't say it that stop that person from saying what they were going to say like look if you feel you shouldn't say it then don't say it and i was like oh wow you know what i mean like that's what brought this to mind where it's like hey if you're already starting off like you know what i probably shouldn't tell you this well then don't say that to somebody right (laughs) you know what i mean that's huge with gossip right like especially within the church there's always some some kind of gossip going around and it's like well, I really shouldn't, I really don't know if I should tell you this, Bobby, but X, Y, and Z. Like, no, stop yourself. If you feel that way, like, don't say it. Yeah. Like, you, because there, it's, you know, it's gossip, right? Like, don't do it. Yeah. So, um, what else? What else do we want to hit on this? I don't know, man. I think that's good, dude. Yeah. Keep it short. Keep it Keep short. short. We're we like under, we're under an hour. So <laughs> <laughs> we don't have very, sh- very short ones anymore. So we'll give people a chance to catch up on other podcasts. Yeah. We have, we have some, some ideas moving forward. Um, I think with today's podcast was either going to be on, uh, dealing with doubt or, um, conviction like this. And when I was thinking about it this morning, I texted you, I was like, let's do it on the conviction because dealing with doubt, uh, guys, I've been I've been reading, and there are so many examples of doubt in the Bible from people that were like, were like, oh, they're such great spiritual giants, yeah, spiritual giants. And I'm like, wait, he had doubt. Like, so uh, I was like, if we talk about that one, it's going to be long. Maybe that'll be next week yeah. or the week after, but we'll figure it out. Um, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for everything that you guys are doing. We've been seeing some some sales on the store, and like we said, it's not. 
putting money in our pockets. It's just preventing money from coming out of our pockets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we really appreciate all of it. And we, I mean, we're, we're close to a year, bro. Almost. Yeah. This is episode 34. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's been crazy. And, uh, <laughs> it's been crazy. crazy. It's been, it really has with all the COVID and everything. It's been crazy, yeah. but it's been awesome, man. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's cool to see, like, it was something that we talked about doing and then putting it in and, and yeah. here we go, you know, almost a, almost a full year. It's, been, been pretty great. It's been a lot of fun. And we got some uh, things that we're really trying to work towards and trying to get uh, other guests on, like people that you guys would know or have heard of. Right. So, um, you know, so you guys do be putting us in prayer because, I mean, I when getting Jeff, uh, Dr. Jeff on the, on the thing, it took it took a while. And, and it was it was an awesome conversation. Yeah. It was a short one, but it was awesome. Um, and just. I mean, with everybody that we've had on, we've been pretty blessed in the fact that a lot of people have been willing to sit down and talk with us. Yeah, so. sounds great. So, guys, thank you so much. Always, please, uh, you know, visit the store by, you know, going on the store and, and getting something just like Steve said, it supports the podcast. So, you know, right. you're, you're getting yourself a little bit of gear. And at the same time that you're getting yourself something, you're actually uh, helping others out, getting, getting this message out. So, guys, thank you so much. Uh, Steve. I got gotcha. you. Close it out. Father, we come to you today thankful for the opportunity to just sit down and talk about what it is you've revealed in our lives. And as you reveal these things and the convictions that the Holy Spirit has put on us, we ask that, you know, you give us the guidance and the wisdom to know what it is that we should be doing, what it is that you would have us do, and what it is that we can how we can glorify you through these things, Lord. And we ask that uh, for people that are struggling with different convictions, different things working in their life right now, God, that you, that you do just guide them and, and give them that wisdom and uh, help those who are more mature to understand that the freedoms that they have could cause somebody else to stumble, God. We, we're so thankful for the, the gift of the Holy Spirit that we have um, to help us through these situations. And we ask that you just continue to fill us with the, with the Holy Spirit to give us the knowledge that we need and the wisdom that we need to make the right decisions. And we pray all of this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.